This is Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie, and this is a show where you have been crowdsourcing my very existence for over a year now just by listening to the show and then going to my Instagram stories to exercise your right to vote. This is, much like Barack Obama, the 44th episode, but this is not a traditional episode, so if this is your first time listening, please go back. I beg of you, turn back the clock. We're not voting this week. Instead, we are making an announcement. We. I am making an announcement involving the existence of the show itself based on a conclusion at which you have arrived. First, I have to tell you, regardless of how you voted, I wanted to have something to commemorate the experiment. So I now have some t-shirts in my Instagram bio. There, There's a premium and a classic. I was trying to just choose one, but you know what? You're going to have to determine if you want classic, which is a little boxier, premium, which is a little softer. I'm sure they're both excellent t-shirts. Um, I'm like, I really wanted to offer cardboard, but they don't have the technology yet. I'm truly sure they're all glorious. And if you're a hardcore Lizzie Cooperman's in your hands, sorcerer, or you're living in a tundra, there is also a sweatshirt. They have the I Voted um, sticker design on them created by one of my favorite artists, Joan Horn. Um, If you want to see her work on Instagram, it's at Joan Lee, J-O-A-N-L-E-I-G-H. Her work will move you. And guess what? The design was cropped. I needed it to be cropped into a circle with a transparent background. Many thanks to Kai Davies for helping me with this feat and to Tara Jepson, who knew that Kai would be the one to crop it. And I also have an announcement for the Patreon. Well, first, I would like to welcome Rika Chu to the fold. Uh, That's my newest Patreon member. And if you join now, no matter what the results for this episode, whether we come back from a break or we don't, I will be doing mini-sodes every other week on the Patreon. (laughs) Actually, I should call them minuscule sodes. They will truly be, oh my gosh, Uh, The Panda Express Cub Meal version of a podcast. That's what the kids' meal is called at Panda Express, which I've learned through my artistic residency working at the mall for this podcast. Um, Those days of Victoria's Secret when I've forgotten my Mexicali salad or my Simply Caesar, I bolt on over to the food court, my eyes growing impatient as I stand behind teenagers who take up the entire breadth of the escalator with me behind them. Let me tell you, my my one note to Panda Express, fortune cookies should not bend. These cookies, they're not snapping. It's almost as if they're, they might be storing them in a humidifier. I don't know. I'm just letting you know, Panda Express, this isn't a strike against you. It's a, it's a plea to fix it. I, I need to know my future without doing chiropractic work on a cookie. Anyway, get the cub meal. Why am I pushing this? If you're keto, sub rice for super greens. You're on your way, my friends. By the way, Panda Express is not my sponsor. They're just my jailer. But yes, the Patreon. That's where we're going to continue on into the night. I already do something on there called a weekly vocal fry where I talk a little bit more in depth about what happened in the previous week. Now you'll have every other week minuscule sodes plus updates and of course the monthly tarot live stream where I do three card readings for all who dare enter. And 
I've got to mention the tarot. Wow. One last plug for tarot. No matter what the result today, if you want one, please go to my website, lizziecooperman.com. There's a tab for readings. Tell me three times and dates that work for you along with your time zone. And I will ever so gently place a Zoom link for our reading in your inbox. At this very moment, however, let's transport our super greens into the past. First things first, magic act. Well, I did the magic trick. And let me tell you, the the preparation, this had heavy preparation. So the plan was to do the show on stage last night at a bar in Hollywood called Harvard and Stone. And for this show, they asked me to do a load-in at 6.30 p.m. So I had to bring in my keyboard and do tech and everything for a 9 p.m. show. So I had a really long stretch of time where I was sitting at, at this bar. And I had the cord to charge my phone, but not the cube. Two nights prior, I had to do a cameo, and it was taking forever to upload. And I thought, God, something is diagnostically... A foot. Something was diagnostically a phone. I brought a stand and everything, one of those weird stands with the bendy legs that serve absolutely no purpose. I brought one of those. It was ready to set up on the bar, but my phone was just, it just didn't have, my phone needed to do the P90LZ so desperately. It had absolutely no upper body strength. So I was just watching the bars go down on my phone, which I was referencing to figure out my act for that night. And Right before the show, I also did a Zoom with my magic expert, Elizabeth. I'm, I'm going to say I wasn't feeling terribly confident. Part of it is I just, my hands didn't look graceful. I feel like it should have looked just really natural and, and not at all stressed. It pretty much, me doing magic kind of looked like someone suffering rigor mortis, But I will tell you, the idea that I had for the trick was to make my set list float. I bring my set list with me on stage, and then at the end, I was going to do a joke about how everyone in Los Angeles says they're a witch, and how do my friends suddenly have all these magic powers, and the list was going to just start levitating. However, (laughs) I realized this... To pull this off, I had to ramp up to it, not just joke-wise, but technically, there was something I needed to make happen in the joke before the magic trick. And that kind of occurred to me in the middle of my set. And so I kind of said, um, what did I say? I was supposed to do a magic trick this evening. And then I just did the trick. And that actually worked because I think I, I, that, execution was so poor and I think that you could see what was happening technically so I basically ruined the trick which had I done it sincerely at the end of my act it it wouldn't have worked so I just said this is the trick and I told them everything I did to prepare for it how I had to go to big five sporting goods to get supplies and how I had to do a zoom with a an expert magician and so I, yes, I did the trick. Did I do it in a way that I could take it on the road, perhaps, or that would really dazzle people as a closer? 
Well, actually, looking back now, I think had I done that at the end of my act, it would have been great to a great thing to leave on. But it was a, it was a moment of complete uh, honesty in my personal failure that made it work last night. Work, and I have to put that in quotes. And much respect to magicians, the fact that they can pull things off and and make them these things appear to be happening in the moment. It does take a great deal of skill that I do not yet possess. I will try to get documentation of a better version once I figure it out and also I'm in possession of a phone that doesn't shut down whenever I open Cameo. Also, I have to give you a Vicky's update, which is that I believe the people at Victoria's Secret, I, I don't think I'm being found out yet for being Elizabeth and not Lizzie, which which in and of itself should not be a big deal. But they don't know that I'm there because of a podcast and I'm starting to feel a little guilty about it and actually really starting to like my coworkers. And last week, and I talked about this um, on Office Hours as well and on the Patreon, but I had told them I was a ghostwriter And then I had to close the store, which I'd never done before. And that's when it's completely quiet and people actually talk because there's no music. And we just have to fold thousands of pairs of hipster and chikini. We have to fold chikini underwear. By pattern, Roy G. Biv sorcerers, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And one of them said, hey, did a... Did Elizabeth tell you what her other job was? And then another of one of my coworkers said, what is it? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm a ghostwriter. And they started just hitting me with question after question about being a ghostwriter. When do you get paid before and after? One of them with like, you know, sympathy in her eyes was like, I, I wish you put your own name on your work. And then... One of them said, well, why do you work here? And I said, things have been really slow lately. And she said, why is that? And I said, because during the pandemic, people had time to write their own books. And when I left that night, I just thought something, this is not a sound structure. And so I am looking to be a ghostwriter. If anyone wants me to write a novel for them, I'm trying to think of whose voice I could even take on. I don't think I've got a John Grisham in me. But I don't know how much longer I can go concealing the truth. And it is with that pledge of honesty that we head directly into the present. Last week, I also asked you to cast the ultimate vote in an episode called End It Slash Amend It. Do we say our goodbyes today? Sorcerers, you are free to leave Lizzie House. Do we just collectively say we took some risks, stirred things up, almost assembled some dressers? I think about actually everything that happened post in the dresser roulette era, and it it seems like a distant, I want to say dream. I'm like, nightmare? We've made some choices that are actually have been challenging for me to place and accept as part of my reality, and other choices resulted in complete dead ends or simply unresolved because someone named Barbie didn't call me back from an Audi dealership. So do we just stop right here, say our goodbyes, and see each other on the next podcast I do, be it about tarot or making jewelry out of dead pianos?
maybe a podcast about standing water. Who knows in this wild world? Or do we amend it? In which case, I would rethink the show structure and the production aspects, and depending on those new aspects, make this thing a limited series and find a new way to record the show, find a new studio or production company. So a bit of restructuring to keep my life truly in your hands. And you voted. Amend it. Sorcerers. Ever since I, I received this result, um, I mean, I don't want to pat my pat my own back so hard that I induce a lumbar strain, but I have made strides. I'll say that. I can't go into great detail, but there have been some developments. I am figuring out how to restructure, and I might actually implement some of the ideas that you left me in those lovely, thoughtful voicemails. I know we can do it. We can We can restructure. Apple did it. They're back. Even Sparrow did it, my friends. Sparrow went bankrupt twice, and now look, they're back and serving wet pizza to the masses. So I'll be putting updates in my Instagram stories, and I'll definitely have an announcement before it comes out. But until then, please just stay subscribed. Hold on. Don't let me float away on a, on a piece of wood like Kate Winslet. Keep me in your feed and... Or like Icarus, about to burn myself by by the hand of a task rabbit. Wow, there's we've got some inside thread in the in the fabric of this show. So keep subscribed. One day it's just gonna show up. You're gonna wake up, get hit in the head by a crystal ball, and go, it's back. It's happening again. It's going to be digestible and I'm going to be able to keep the stakes, I think, higher because I'm going to be doing it for shorter spurts. In the meantime, I'll be in, I'll be in a caftan in Bora Bora. In the meantime, you can see me perform all over the place and I, I have some other projects that I'm excited to work on, honestly, in the downtime and I really do just need to, to take a breath. But again, the Patreon, I'm going to be crowdsourcing really small things like Right now, should I go outside and please tell my neighbor, you don't need to use an electric saw 12 hours a day. Wait, what if I, I live next to Chris Angel and he's just juggling chainsaws right now? Oh my God, he can help me with my magic trick. Kind of taking in this energy of not presenting, not using the space to present a brand new conundrum. Rest assured, I still do have them, but I'm going to come back in the next season, and I will have lived. And I'm also going to, some of the changes I want to make are, I want to add a video aspect. So you're not going to wait until the next episode to find out the result. You're going to see me doing it in real time. I I would love to go live when I do those things, at least on Instagram. And I also am probably going to drop the wordplay, if I'm to be honest. But that's my second jailer, Panda Express and wordplay. And who knows, I might still be in Los Angeles and I might not. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on a great deal right now and to hear back on many things. So with that self-same mystery, let's move into the future. Today, I really want to draw a card for you. And even if it's the devil, we will accept the devil. Follow him straight to hell. 
Wow. Oh, my goodness. This is so funny, actually. It's two of pentacles, which means we have to make a choice. So that's in our future. It's saying the future holds more choices, more juggling, more coins, more hats that look like Elmer's glue caps. If you look up uh, two of pentacles, you know what I'm talking about. And oh my God, also tax season. He's juggling his finances. This is a guy straight on his way to H&R Block. I know I did this in the last episode, but I truly want to thank everyone for being here for this experiment. I really, truly, actually could not have done it without you. I, this is a show that could not be created castaway style on an island. I needed all of you to keep this show going. Thank you so much for supporting it with tarot readings, for joining the Patreon, which again, I'll be doing the minuscule episodes on there. And if you want a t-shirt, I'm going to put the the link to that in my link tree as well. I also have to thank Lauren Passell again for everything she did and everyone over at Tink Media. I'm so happy that that you voted for me to work her. She may work her. I worked her to the bone. I'm really, really grateful that you voted for me to work with her. And I also would love to thank Starburns Audio. And let me tell you about some upcoming dates that I have. Icons at UCB Franklin will be tonight, I guess. That's Thursday. That's a really fun show. On the 1st of April, I'm doing an all-Jewish show at The Crow in Santa Monica. April 12th, I'm performing at Fable in Los Angeles in Eagle Rock. You might just see a bear. That show is actually run by Mike Bridenstine, who was a guest on this show. On the 14th of April, I'm at Public Displays of Altadena. Also starting May 1st, every other Monday, I will be hosting a show called Tasting Menu with Aparna Nanchurla and Brent Weinbach. Check out my website for details. And guess what? On May 6th, I'm headlining at the Improv Lab in Hollywood. I'm so excited, and I'm going to have a lot of guests from Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands on that show, including Maggie May and Brendan Walsh, Mav Viola, Kara Clank, and Nori Reed is also performing. So come out to that. It's a 9.30 show. And then, of course, the taping that I'm doing with the sorcerer, Amanda Finn, at the helm. That is at the Live Arts Festival in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. I will be posting more information on my website and I guess until the next time I see you if you remain subscribed which I hope you will please keep your hands washed and sanitized keep them moisturized if you want put a little sunscreen on them because I'm going to need them we are going to meet again sooner than later we're going to come back completely reinvigorated when I next put myself completely and utterly in your hands 